But really what we're trying to do here is that uh, we're trying to look at the code. So we've looked at the process. We've identified hopefully as much as possible the code that's there. But there's a lot of code that's used in the background in batch jobs or uh, that's been designed from an integration point of view. And what we need to do is we need to be able to examine that information. So this is where we have a large variety uh, in terms of um, prospects and clients that we interact with um, that have you know differences in terms of what they've really documented um, some of them would use uh, you know visual uh, studio team services in the past or devops uh, and tfs um, you know and they've documented all their their code and their changes very dil diligently and had fantastic release cycles uh, and it really expedites then that analysis others um, you know and it's it's not atypical, it's actually pretty common. Others just implemented without having uh, any type of documentation related to it or the documentation is in code, right? Um, so what we're trying to do here though, the, is really identify then though, um, what those changes are from a code perspective. So we're gonna document the system changes that are there. We're going to take a look at those changes and see if they're associated, for example, with the the supporting of a business process that we identified in step one, um, or if it was actually something uh, that's not required potentially. So we're trying to identify the value of the code there because um, one of the examples I love to give with this is with Microsoft, when they move from uh, Dynamics AX 2012 R3 to uh, AX7 for the initial release, um, they had around 500 reports, if I recall correctly, that were basically just duplicates with a different view that they were able to remove as part of their upgrade dev effort. And they basically then incorporated that into a current report that they had with a different view that they would run, or they would do some more of the modern concepts of Power BI as part of that as well. So what we're trying to do here is identify the value of that change because every single piece of code that you need to move over um, is going to have a cost related to it on any of these paths that we go down. Um, so something just to note is that we really want to see what that value is and really challenge that to be able to identify really what we need to move over with that. And then the other aspect here as well, as you probably know, with the new extension model, um, the overlayering concept that we used in 2009 and 2012, and you know, basically since the inception of AX, um, changed. Uh, to that extension model capability as well. So here is where we also want to look at the work effort related to it. Examples of that would be, you've gone through and made core posting code changes. Well, you know, in an extension model, you can't really make changes to the base code anymore. You can just basically connect to hooks as we call them. Uh, so that evaluation in terms of how that process works and whether or not we have to refactor it or even potentially rewrite it, also needs to be identified and discussed uh, as part of that upgrade process. So when we start looking at this, obviously this portion uh, of the code evaluation usually occurs with both code and analyze of data, right? We're, we're kind of doing both at the same time uh, because typically it's going to be two different teams that we have that are looking at this from our point of view. More specifically, code development, we're having conversations that'll have data output with it as well, but then we're looking at the data, the schemas, the custom tables that were added uh, as part of that upgrade life cycle as well, and we're really joining those together so we can gain some efficiencies as we go through that process.